Recorded with the most ill of intentions from Fort Worth, Texas, it's RoboTuner's Insignificant Podcast. Sunday, March 8, 2015, in the year of the Goatman. What's that look for? And greetings. Robotuner coming at you from Castle Fujiwa. Back again with that no-budget podcasting style for your listening, enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all of the above. Take your pick. Once again, I am joined by my local live-in romantic companion, Shelly. Hello. That's all you say every time in the same tone, like you're so excited. <laughs> Am I gonna have to come up with your own cat with your catchphrase for you? Well, Maybe I mean you don't I want one. You actually feel like you have to. No, I don't feel like I have to. It's just a suggestion. Okay. I've titled this episode "Funky Moods" because I have been one in one all week long. Started off on Monday. I called in sick to work because I was feeling like utter dog shit, which I never get sick. I just spent all day in bed, puking and shitting my <coughs> shit out. Yay! Nobody wants to know that. <laughs> Oh, well, they do now. They, well, they're knowing it now. But the worst part about it is that we had to call a plumber out at 8.30 at night, Monday night. None of our bathroom appliances were draining, and I had to remove the toilet. Otherwise, the dude was going to charge me another 120 bucks on top of what they already were. But trying to do that when you have no energy when being sick is not fun. And amidst that and the more snow and ice that we've had and just the shit that's going on in my work, it's just has not made for a good week for me. But at least I got my car back. Yep, you did. <laughs> we are so exciting, aren't we? Deader. What did you say? Deader. Yeah, no shit. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Stop looking at sex toys over there. I'm looking at news stories. <clears throat> sure you are. I want to know any better. I can't see your screen. Anyway. Well, Josh got married on s- Saturday. The singer of my band, The Confounded. He got married at Forever Young Records, which was the first time I've even heard of in my entire life someone getting married at a record store. It was kind of weird because considering they got married at a record store, I der- I really didn't dress up. I wore my khaki pants, my Converse, and a like a just a black collared shirt, and I walk in and everyone's dressed all formally and shit. And no, not everybody was dressed Almost formal. everybody was. No, there were people in there wearing jeans. I saw a bunch of people wearing jeans. I saw maybe like a, a handful. But you weren't wearing jeans. You were wearing cra- khaki pants. Yeah. I wasn't wearing a spectacular dress. I was just wearing a regular everyday dress. Yeah, true. And I bought you the Pipes of Peace record. Yes, you did. As a memento. Yes, that was awesome. Yeah. That's Paul McCartney. I grew up listening to that record. Yeah, I know. Say, say, say what you want. You shake your head at me because you don't think I can sing. And I don't know what comes next as actual fucking lyric. Yeah. Mm. So get this. At the reception, instead of having the traditional guest booklet that you sign, that the guests sign, they actually had blank vinyls laying all around the tables for you to sign instead of it with just a silver uh, felt-tip pen. (laughs) I thought that was kind of cool. And the exiting music during the ceremony 
was the same song that you hear at the very end of Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope whenever they Han, Luke, and Chewie are walking up to the pillar to get their medals for taking down the Death Star. Anyway, <laughs> I thought that was pretty badass. Yes, that yes. was pretty awesome. That was. Their wedding was very, very original. I'd say it was too. Mm-hmm. I told some people about the wedding. The, the, about the wedding and that they had it forever in Young Yorkers, they're just like, well, okay, that's I understand the reason why they had it, but that's kind of weird. I'm like, no, I don't think it's weird. I think it's unique. It's not every day you hear about that shit. It's not like they got married at a Taco Bell. <laughs> Somebody actually got married at a Taco Bell a couple of years ago, and it made and it made national news. I'm mm-hmm. just like, man, that's stupid. Well, I figured somebody would be there. Nobody well, was there. From the media? Well, they had a... I saw one person that had the professional camera, but they, for all I know, that person may have been hired by them to take their wedding pictures. No, I saw two people. There was a man and a woman. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw they were hired to take their pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I figure at least some maybe someone from the Dallas Observer or the FW Weekly would have come out. Right. Maybe not like the big news channels, mind you, but... Anyway, I got a shout-out from... My homies in Arlington from the Atypical DFW podcast. I played that for you, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. So, it appears that they think that I'm having some growing pains. You are. And I don't mind having constructive criticism, because I can take it with a dose of will and grace. And I'm glad to get a little help from my friends. When there are times when Shelly gets out of line, sometimes I have to show her who's the boss. Oh, jeez. He's doing this. While I welcome having the occasional guests, meeting up with the perfect stranger seems cool because I can realize a three is company too. I really don't know if I could handle having a full house though. In the end, you just got to take things step by step and it all equals good times. I can't believe you did that. So that's my shout out back. To, that's, that, that's my acknowledgement statement back to the Tyree and Webb clan running the atypical DFW podcast. Thought you may enjoy that or not. I don't even fucking know anymore. <laughs> Today I'm just in a mood of I don't give a fizz nucka. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to coin that. Fizz nucka? Fizz nucka. It's not even a real word. How can you coin it? Because it's not a real word. Nobody's <laughs> used it before. That's the same thing, right? Okay. You have any stories? Yes, I do. Okay, because I see you diligently clicking and scrolling away there. Well, I assume you are. Yeah, I'm not just few. looking at more jewelry party stuff. Really? Really? Well, I I I have uh, I have a few stories. <sighs> um, the first one. There's a French man who is very rich. And he has decided that he wants to throw thousands, let's see, thousands and thousands of dollars worth of diamonds into a turtle pond in New York. Why is that? Uh, the reason is because he hates Americans. He hates them, hates them, hates them. Because what he used to do is, is he imported diamonds into Russia from Africa. And apparently... America is the reason why his business no longer exists. 
and they have cost him money. And because of that, he is taking it out on all Americans. So what he's doing is, is he's throwing hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of rough diamonds into the turtle pond. And he has hired people to monitor the turtle pond 24-7 with video cameras so that those people will videotape the people that are going into the turtle pond to get the diamonds. And then he's going to take all the tapes and turn them into the police to get those people in trouble because it's illegal to go into the turtle pond. And that's how he's getting his revenge. I think they found their number one person to put at the top of their list. Domestic terrorism. I'm going to kill all the turtles because I'm pissed off at America. He's not trying to kill turtles. He's trying to get... Americans. Well, the turtles could swa- very well swallow those diamonds and choke on themselves, choke on them and die. They could do that with rocks. Yeah. They're not going to eat a diamond. They could. Anyway. What if it's laced them with some, something sweet? Okay. I don't think he's done that. He's not trying to kill turtles. Maybe he poured some pizza scent on them. That's what he did. That's what he did. Because all turtles eat pizza. Yep. Anyway, so... I just happened to look at a photograph the other day of one of the ladies from the Housewives of Atlanta. I'm not really a big fan of the Housewives. It's just that I saw her waist and I was like, what in the heck is going on here? Oh, yeah, where she wore that really tight fucking corset. Yeah. Yeah, it's called a waist trainer and apparently it's coming out really big in Hollywood. I mean, it's always been around. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of people in Hollywood are using the waist trainer right now. But it is dangerous. It is dangerous to use this waist trainer. And the reason I know this is because my grandmother, who has always worn, um, not corsets, but uh, control top panties and, um, you know, anything to control the, the fat from flowing out. She's worn those all her life. Well, now she has an aneurysm in her body that at any moment could just burst. And, and it was caused she, by that? Yeah, from her wearing garments that tuck everything in. Crazy. Yeah, and she's done it her whole life. And because she's done it her whole life, it caused this aneurysm. Well, they're saying that a lot of these people who a lot of girls... You know, a lot of young girls look up to these ladies, which I don't have any idea why, like the Kim Kardashian and Khloe Kardashian and all of them, who are putting it out there and showing people that they're wearing this waist trainer. Even, um, what is her name? I can't think of her name. Jessica. Rabbit? No. Jessica Alba? Alba, yeah. Jessica Alba used it too. And she's usually very conscious of how people look up to her and things like, and she tries not to do things, I guess, that would make her into a bad, um, they'll position her in a bad light publicly. Yeah. Yeah. But she, she was using it too. And so anyway, what it does is it causes your waist to shrink and it squishes all your organs in together. And why anybody would want to squish all, like where you have miles and miles of intestine inside your body and you're squishing all of this together. Yeah, I can't imagine how it would affect that. And then you have your um, your other parts, your female organs, and they're squishing together. It just doesn't seem like, doesn't seem like it would be good for you. 
And apparently it's not. And it does real bodily harm. It doesn't make sense that cinching your waist tightly will make it permanently smaller either. That's another thing. Yeah, I don't think that's sexy at all. Some of the pictures that you showed me of the women that have been using it. It's uncomfortable. It restricts your movement. And if you wear it really tight, it can even make it difficult to breathe. And it can cause rib rib damage. can cause damage to your rib cage. I can imagine if you have it, if you have it at a certain tightness. Now, it says believers say that the tightness of the garment makes you sweat a lot, but it's really not possible to perspire so much that you shave inches off your midsection in a permanent way. <sighs> no way, dude. So, uh, the medical community is really downing this particular thing, but I wanted to say something about it because it is dangerous. And it's per- some squishing your organs together and i just mm, i just can't imagine my next story um is about sandy hook oh sandy hook connecticut where the shooting happened supposedly yeah um there's a lot of conspiracy going on about this thing and because there's pictures out there that the media used that was actual pictures from some other thing. People that didn't exist were used in the news. It, it just seemed really strange. And actors, they even had actors is what they, is what a lot of people are saying. There were um, pictures of actors and, and interviews with actors. <laughs> and so... There's a lot of people out there, a lot of groups that think that whatever happened at Sandy Hook didn't really happen. So, because of that, there are these people that are called truthers. And those are the people that claim that it never happened. And they're going up and they are destroying playgrounds. This one in particular was a playground that had a vinyl sign that one of the kids who was shot in Sandy Hook had designed. She had uh, drawn a peace sign, and they used her drawing and put it inside uh, the playground, and it said... It said? Yeah, hold on. Anyways, it so said... Is it in Japanese or something? No, it it said that this the uh i lost my place i'm sorry anyway so they took the sign and now they can't find it and the mother of the child who drew it said there was a man who claimed to have stolen the sign and he called her the sign stealer told her that he took the sign because he believes the school shooting was a hoax and he also taunted her that her daughter never existed and that she was part of an alleged conspiracy. So it is really a sad day when you take that out on these parents who lost all their children. I don't know if the shooting happened or if it didn't. I I would like to think that the news wouldn't have all the news stations wouldn't have coverage of something that didn't exist. Right. Because if that's true, 
then that means that a lot of stuff on the news is a conspiracy and that we shouldn't believe anything the news says ever. Any channel. Because it was on every channel. Makes you think about the kind of shit that goes on in North Korea. Which, I watched the interview, by by the way, finally. Mm. I think it was all about the hype. All about the hype. About that hype. No content. Because Shelly's looking up, looking up more stories. Getting I installing for, stalling for more time now. Because it is my show. It is my show. Do you have anything that you want to talk about? This week, I was really slim for stuff to talk about. It's been a shit week for me. It really has. Is what I do to fill some time up. You need to you need to look some video game shit up. At the same time as you are. <laughs> well, I had so we can have double silence. You should have looked it up before is, this. Is that even a thing? Hey, I'm coining that too. Double silence. Mm-hmm. Double. double si- we we can edit silence. Double out. silence. Oh, you mean I can edit silence? Out. Yeah, you can. You want to come over here and give GarageBand a try? Be my guest. Whoops. Nobody's in the chat room because no one wants to fucking hear the shit. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah, baby. Zero listening with good reason. Bye, Dustin. I'm gonna try and swing by on Thursday. Reading random shit in the chat room. Oh my gosh. I thought you said nobody was in the chat room. No, nobody is in the chat room. I'm reading the the history. Mm. He's in Austin this weekend anyway. I should be available. All right, sounds good, man. Just dropping in to say hello. I'm watching the SNL 40 anniversary, and I'll have to catch a show on the download. Have a good one. You can edit all that out, right? (laughs) Would you rather me edit this out or edit it in the five, ten-plus minutes of dead air that we have both up so far of the 25 minutes that we've been on air. This is going to be the shortest episode ever. No, it's not because ever. we're going to play a game. What game is this and do it's I want to It's going to be know? a trivia game. I'm not playing truth or dare with you. It's not truth or dare. Okay. It's a trivia game. That is not the thing I wanted to play. Okay. So is this have Matt guess? Yeah, we can make this have Matt guess. Yeah, since there's no one in the chat room that's is listening to participate, to participation. Insignificant. Insignificant. All right, so the first question I have. First question. Is, hold on. Is hold on. Oh, that's not it. Man, this sucks. Ooh, I like this game. It, you'd think there'd be a game online. This game is called Watch Two People in North Texas Struggle to Make a Podcast Work. Okay. Maybe maybe you know. Maybe you don't know. But this will be the first question. Okay. All right. Who sings the line, he not busy being born is busy dying? Uh, is it a song by Bob Marley? No, you're close. Your lead singer sounds like him. 
UB40? Your lead singer does not sound oh, like Oh, I UB thought you said 40. the lead singer sounds like him, laying the lead singer of the song you're talking about sounds like Bob Marley. That the was lead the singer to your band has been accused of sounding like him. Oasis? You too? No, not you too. That's his, fa- that's his favorite band. Really? You listen to nothing anyone says. I don't remember him saying this or yes. anyone saying this. Okay, it's Bob Dylan. Okay, Bob Dylan. I've never heard people, anyone yeah. saying that complaining Josh to Bob Dylan. Josh said people have compared oh. him to Bob Dylan. Oh, okay. Which I don't think, I don't agree with that. All right, I, next I, question. I can't see it either. Who hmm. sings, and I know you know this one, who sings Inagata De Vida, Honey, Don't You Know That I'm Loving You, Inagata De Vida? Baby, don't you know that I'll always be true? Iron Butterfly, and at the time, that was the longest recorded rock song in history. I think it's been beat out by something, or probably several songs in artists since then. Okay, well, here's a little known fact about the song. The song was originally in the Garden of Eden. Yes, I did know that. Okay, finish then. That's all I was going to say. Do you know why? I just figured that was the original title, and it was actually... And they changed the and they changed it because it sounded like that's what it sounded like the lead singer was saying. That's close. Well, the reason is because he was slurring his lyrics so much, and they decided they liked it All that acid. and it stuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who sings? And the people bowed and prayed to the neon god they made. I know this one. That's Simon and Garfunkel. The sounds of silence. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right. Who sings, but all of these friends and lovers, there is no one compares with you, and these memories lose their meaning when I think of love as something new. Um, I don't know. I don't know this one. Okay, this is The Beatles in My Life, and it's an amazing song from the Beatles 1965 album, Rubber Soul. Oh, I don't have that one. Okay. Who sings a song about a little surfing girl? Little surfer. Oh, that's the the Beach Boys. That's true. Do you love me? Do you surfer girl? All right. The door sing the lyrics. The time to hesitate is through. No time to wallow in mirror. Light my fire. Mire. What? Oh, okay. All right. Here's the next one. Who sings? The warden threw a party in the county jail. The prison band was there, and they oh, began to wail. Please, Elvis. Okay. Jail us rock. <laughs> All right, I've got three more. Okay. Cashmere is a song performed by Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. What the heck? Did you? <laughs> That's supposed to be a question, but it's not. All of the members of Led Zeppelin have said that they think this was their best song. Stairway to Heaven. Cashmere. Oh, I thought I thought you were reading me another question. That's why I was like, okay. what just happened here? This is weird. <laughs> it was supposed to be oh. a question. It's not a question. All right. Who sings a song about a young man named Bobby McGee? Janis Joplin. Well, Big Brother and the Holding Company. Janis Joplin. I know. Well, that was the name of her band. Okay. But who wrote it? Who wrote it? Mm-hmm. If she d- The lyrics and the songs, if it wasn't her, then I don't know. Chris Christofferson. Did he really? Yes. He wrote a lot of songs for rock and country arts back in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, so I thought that would be interesting to know. All right, here's the last Hmm. one. He got got fucking brutally killed on The Walking Dead, too, as a guest bad guy. 
Who sings the lines when the jester sang for the king and queen in a coat he borrowed from James Dean and a voice that came came from you and me? Oh. Shit. The jester. Um, oh, oh, is American Pie by Don McLean? Yes. Okay. All right. We'll have, you know what? I think I want to do this every week from now on. Okay, good. I like this. Except for with the birds in the background doing their poor me cry. Well, you're not supposed to acknowledge that kind of shit, remember? Yeah, well, you're going to be taking this part out. Yeah, because the radio Nazis are listening, or the podcast Nazis. Who? Whoever you, whoever's been giving criticism, You're but that's okay. You're gonna cut this part out because nobody's listening. Well, nobody's listening now anyway. Right, so just cut this part out. But what I'm saying is, I want to do this every week. I want to keep it in. <laughs> okay. No. The momentum tonight is little to none. Oh, okay. Here's something interesting. It is from American Pie that that last song, but it says the Rollings. Um, on here it says I included Bob Dylan and the Rolling Stones as answers, which I don't understand what that means, because there is much debate over who the jester in the song is. Some say Dylan, while others say it's Mick Jagger. I personally think it is Jagger, as other lines seem to refer to him as well. I can't see Bob Dylan as a jester anyway. I would see more Mick Jagger. I would have to agree with that. Let's see if you can answer these questions. Okay. Which classic rock band from New England, England, had songs like Seasons of Wither and Love in an Elevator? Oh, that's Aerosmith. Yep. One of the most famous and best-selling albums of all time was ACDC. It has an all-black album cover with black writing and was a tribute to a former member of the band. What album is it? Back in Black and is a tribute to their then recent that their then original singer Bon Scott. Actually, not he wasn't even the original. He's their second. Yeah, he died a few months before the album was made and was replaced by who? Brian Johnson. And the album features some great songs such as Back in Black, Hell's Bells, and You Shook Me All Night Long. Mm-hmm. And Rock and Roll Ain't Noise Pollution. Mm-hmm. Seth Haynes' all-time favorite band. <laughs> Jimmy Page is widely regarded as one of the greatest guitarists ever because of his work with Led Zeppelin. But what band was he in before Led Zeppelin? The Yardbirds. Okay. And after the Yardbird split, Jimmy Page formed another band and toured once under the name of? I don't know. I know Robert Plant went on to do the Honey Drippers. The New Yardbirds. The New Yardbirds. That was actually his original suggested name for Led Zeppelin was the New Yardbirds. Well, it was. They used that name for a little while, and then they changed their name to Led Zeppelin. Which artist had great success as a solo artist with songs like Southern Man, Heart of Gold, Rockin' in the Free World? Neil Young. He was also a member of the bands Buffalo, Springfield, and Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. His album Harvest reached number one in 1971. I don't think my dad liked Neil Young. I just don't think he did. Which Pink Floyd song features the lyrics, No one told you when to run, you missed the starting gun? That's that song. You're, that you have Sheep, r- Dark Side of the Moon, Another Brick in the Wall, or Time. Wait, say the titles again. Sheep, Dark Side of the Moon, Another Brick in the Wall, and Time. 
I think that's. I I just thought the song was called. It's Wait. Okay. Say say it one more time. The question. The actual the actual lyrics. It, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck. Okay. Well, I don't. Know. I'll say time. Nope. It said dark. Oh, hold on. It is time. You're right. Oh. Okay. It's considered one of the best rock albums of all times. Which member of the Beatles later joined the Traveling Warbirds? Ooh, I know this one. George Harrison. Yes. And other members of the band were Bob Dylan, Roy Orbison, Tom Jeff Petty. Lynn, and Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. Who's what is Jeff Lynn from? Uh, from ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. Oh, he is. Yeah, lead singer. Which band pioneered the art of instrument smashing? Which band? The, um, the Who, I've, ACDC, Rush, or the Sex Pistols? Rush never did it. Sex Pistols, not as they that they weren't known as strongly for that gimmick. Uh, the Who was actually the first ones that did it. Okay. Mainstream. The Who were indeed the first band to smash their instruments on stage. Yep. Pete Townsend and Keith Moon. John Entwistle never did. What instrument does Neil Peart play? The drums. Neil Peart is the drummer of Rush and is considered one of the best drummers of all time. Yes, he is. What is Led Zeppelin's longest studio recorded track? Uh, that's either a mix between Stairway to Heaven or Moby Dick. Oh, goodness. They're both on here. Which one is it? Moby Dick. Nope. Stairway to Heaven. Fuck. You should have known that. She know that. In my time of dying on the album Physical Graffiti, which is the greatest album? The song lasts for a little over. Oh, whoa. Lasts for a little over 11 minutes. Well, I was both wrong. It's In My Time of Dying. Oh. Who sings the famous song Layla? Eric Clapton under the pseudonym Derek and the Dominoes. Okay. Yeah, because they put cream on here is also a choice. The short-lived band Derek and the Dominoes with guitarist Eric Clapton were immortalized by their amazing song Layla. Which band had hit songs like You Really Got Me, Sunny Afternoon, and A Well-Respected Man? The Kinks. And they were the original performers of You Really Got Me, which was later covered by Van Halen. Mm -hmm. The Kinks became a very successful rock band even after their first two albums sold very few copies. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. Sympathy for the devil. Rolling Stones. Those are the opening lines to what Rolling Stones song? I just said it. I know. Keith Richards actually paid the, played the bass track on the, that song, not Bill Wyman. Corrine performs the song Under Pressure with which famous solo artist? David Bowie. Yeah, I knew that. Ice, ice, baby. Under Pressure reached number one on the charts in Britain in 1981. David Bowie, along with regular Queen singer Freddie Mercury, sang vocals on the song. Well, you can stick your 9-5 living and your collar and your tie. You can stick your moral standards because it's all a dirty lie. You can stick your golden handshake and your stick and stick your silly rules and all the other shit that you teach to kids in schools. These lyrics came from which song by which band? The Cars, The Who, ACDC, and The Clash. I'm going to guess The Clash. Nope. I don't know then. 
I don't recognize it. The lyrics it. are from the song Rock and Roll Singer on ACDC's first album, High Voltage. Oh, okay. I kind of like those lyrics. <laughs> All right, last last question. People are strange, Hello, I Love You, and Riders <laughs> on the Storm were all hits from which rock band? The Doors. That's another Doors question that came up. The Doors were led by their unique and gifted singer, Jim Morrison. He is regarded as one of the top singer-songwriters of all time. However, he died unexpectedly in 1971. Okay, and you said that's the last question? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the other, the only other thing I wanted to touch on today was that I started playing The Evil Within. I actually invited you to sit down and watch it, but you went to bed as soon as it was finished installing. Yeah, I was tired. Yeah, I know you were. About an hour into it, and I'm past the first chapter. I won't really say the game's scary, but it's pretty fucked up. The first stage alone, and where your character ends up unexpectedly, it's like a human meat grinding house. And there's some contraptions and shit in there that just it can make you have nightmares. It's pretty bad. And I've gotten just a little past the first chapter. Just a little bit past the first chapter into the second one. And I had turned it off because I was too damn tired. All right, so next week, we are going to be having my sister, Heather, and her husband, Mike, known as the Chupacabra Police. We're going to bring them in here because they're going to talk about something which, up until they had mentioned it to me, I had never heard of. There's apparently something out there that's called Burns, or Burn Festivals. I've heard them referred to as both. But it's basically... A weekend event where a whole lot of people gather in an open field. You cannot use any money. And all the services are based on trade. Trades and bartering. So we'll have them on here next week so they can tell us a little bit about more of their adventures in burning. And have some more goodness for your ears. For those that are listening, if anybody, thanks for sticking around. I'd like to give a shout out to the other local podcasts. Jerry Jones Town Massacre. Funky Town Podcast. Atypical DFW. Whiskey Boy Radio, Digital Frustrations, We the Gamer, Brad Reviews an Album, Bropocalypse, and The Ned Files. Okay, that's it. I've had it from this bitch. See you next week. Red Pants. Seriously. Seriously. Send all praises, critiques, and death threats to Fujiwa at gmail.com. That's F-U-J-I-W-A-H at gmail.com. Copyright 2015, Fujiwa Entertainment. All rights reserved.